Today's Bible reading is Isaiah 55, and it starts off right the bat with food. Uh, come, everyone who thirsts, and everyone who has no money, come buy and eat. Now, the context of this is Isaiah uh, 53, uh, 52, 53, 54 have been talking about the Lord's coming salvation, has been talking about what that means and giving illustrations about um, a woman who is barren, who finally has a child, about a widow who has been abandoned, who is remarried, um, about Noah and the days of the flood, and finally seeing land. And here, there is an exhortation to say, like those of you who are hungry and who are thirsty, and there is free food before you. And even if it wasn't free food, it is the best food. And I love the encouragement of verse 2, eat what is good. Uh, we talked about this a little bit uh, during my message on Sunday, which is why would we go back to the things that did not satisfy, that ultimately sin and a life without God, God's problem with people not following him is not an arrogance where he's like, well, I want more people to follow me. He's saying, why would you go to something that's not as good? I don't understand that. Why would you go to hometown buffet when there is all you can eat sushi or the best uh, buffet in the world um, available to you? And it is available to you. The same everlasting covenant that is given to David in verse 3 is given to you because it was a witness to the people. It wasn't just God dealing with David. It was actually him showing the entire people what he was up to. Even those of you who don't know of this nation, it will run to you, verse 5. Uh, and that is ultimately in Jesus. And all of this is an exhortation to say that if the buffet is open and if the nation is accepting applicants, then seek the Lord while he may be found, verse 6. That we should let go of the ways that did not profit us, that were unrighteous, and we should return to the Lord because he will have compassion um, and some people are like, but how? That doesn't make any sense, right? Why would God let us into his nation? Why would God offer us this great food? Why would the heavens be open to us? And I love verse 8 and verse 9, which are oftentimes, you know, an encouragement <clears throat> for when we don't understand the way things are going on in our lives. And this is true, but in context, it's really crazy that what Isaiah doesn't understand is why God wants him or anybody else. And the answer is that God's thoughts are not our thoughts, nor his ways our ways. And this is what verse 10 and 11 are talking about. What are God's thoughts? It is that he sends out his word because he does not want it to return empty. The same way rain and snow bring about growth and grass. So what is it that he wants in return? Well, verse 12 and verse 13 say, For you shall go out in joy, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. God's word goes forth to us so that he can have us. And God's word goes forth through us so that others might be brought to this feast, to this wonderful place. And so for any of you that, um, you know, yesterday were hearing God's word, let it catch you. Let it return you to him. Don't let it be something that's just intellectual and that passes. Let it be something that brings you back to the table of God. And if those of you that have the word, 
share it with others, you know, whether it be the, the form of straight up evangelizing to a non-believer, talking about Jesus to somebody who doesn't know, whether it be encouraging people who are believers in the word, whether it be studying the word together, um, that why does God give us his word? Because it is good, because it is good food, and because he wants other people to come and enjoy the food that he has prepared.